So the big question is this. How can runners like you, who aren't professional athletes or paid sponsored runners, avoid injury and increase athletic performance to enjoy running race events for the rest of your life without wasting money on trends or using dangerous painkiller drugs? That is the question. And on hashtag Run Pain Free Podcast, your host, sports biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio, gives you the answers. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Run Pain Free Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio, and this podcast is brought to you by the 2020 Run Pain Free Marathon Training Summit the virtual conference for runners and marathoners all around the world. And the summit will take place from August 25th through August 27th. Marathontrainingsummit.com. Go get your ticket, all access pass while we chat, while we talk. Go do it right now. And after you get your ticket, make sure you're subscribed to the Run Pain Free Podcast, runpainfreepodcast.com. Make sure you have all of our podcasts downloaded. Then go on over, make sure you're following us on Instagram at runpainfree underscore academy and at runpainfree all on IG. Let's get to it. Today we are talking the prelude to the interview presentation to Roger Robinson. He is talking about how to be faster than most runners at 80. He is still running at 80. He's actually over 80. But you're going to have to go into the interview to actually get all that information. I'm not going to give too much away. Amazing conversation with him. And this is really talking about running for life. Our runners come for all different reasons, but their baseline is they all want to run for life. And so this conversation is like talking to your future, literally. No matter how old you are, you're going to gain information from Roger Robinson. He has been around the block a few times. He holds records. He's an amazing running historian. And he really talks about how he's treated his body over the years to stay running at 80 plus, literally. So this is something that you all can understand in terms of how you treat your body. And he really talks about that. We talk about how, how he chooses to run, who he runs with, why he runs with or without. All of these aspects of a runner that you all struggle with, the mental behind it, the emotional behind it, the injury setbacks, he's even dealing with something right now that he's very candid about, and he talks very openly about his feelings about it, which again, a lot of you guys will relate to. I don't want to give a lot of way because it's an emotional conversation with a lot of with a lot of background, a lot of background. So it's meaty. And so I really encourage you all to listen to it. MarathonTrainingSummit.com will get you a ticket. So running for life means you have to know what you're doing right now to be able to be doing this in 30, 40 years, however old you are. A lot of 20-somethings out there feeling invincible. I get it. 30-something, you're still kind of invincible, but you're kind of creeping up on that four. Once you're in your 40s, I can speak to this. Your body does change even more. So how you treat it, how you address it has to change as well. And you really need to set yourself up for continuing on. And we do have most of our runners are in mid 40s to their 60s. I'll say that we have a lot of all ages, but our meat is that mid 40s to mid 60s, late 30s going into their 40s, mid 50s going into their 60s. So and that's all what people with the desire to continue running, to be running into their 70s, to be running as long as they can. I have two clients right now who told me their actual goals are they're running until they're 100. So that's real. And they're dead serious about that. And if that's if that's you as a runner, then this is an interview for you to listen to. It's somebody who's been around the around the block again, 
for many years and has seen all the fads come and go, all the people come and go. He's talk, he talks about really respectable coaches that were well known and what they required of their, uh, of their clients, of their runners, if you will. And again, talks to the commitment level of to, to yourself. Why are you running? I mean, again, that's another thing that a lot of these summit experts will, you'll hear from them is why the why is so important. And it all lends to the emotional reason that you're running. And if your goal is to be running for life, then you really have to get clear on your intentions. Get clear on how you're using your body. Are you using your body to run for an emotional reason that you truly, really need the run? Or are you running for attention? Come clean with that to yourself. It'll change how you look at running and it may change your running period. And it may need to for your own good. Because running is a lot on your body, but if you're doing it with good intentions, it will behoove you later in life. But if you're not running with good intentions for yourself, and you're not running for the joy of it and the, to run for life, and you're running for other reasons that are not really about you and it's about other people, that won't help you in the future with your body. It won't let you run for life if you're not running genuinely. When someone is running with a genuine intent for themselves and their own betterment, that's when the runner is running for life. That shows up in them running for life. That shows up in their age. And you're like, oh my God, you're still running? You ran how many? You know, we, we have a lot of people that are running, I don't know, 30, 30 plus races a year who are over 50 on eat with ease because they take care of their bodies. They ask questions. They're constantly making adjustments. Why? Because the run is for them. The run is not about anybody else. It's about them. And I can speak from the injury side over here. And again, they, people come to us for the physical injuries, but the emotional injury that comes from that, you know, that's really something that lends to why you're running and it'll come out. And I always say, you might, you can forget your why, you can get really caught up in the noise, but the minute you get injured, your why will remain right up in front of your face and remind you why you were running in the first place. And it really hits that person. And it's up to you in that moment, are you gonna be honest with it or are you just gonna push it aside? Those are the moments that your body is giving you a second chance to get right. Get right. Get right with your intentions. Because if you truly want me to do this for you, and I'm your body talking to you, if you truly want me to do this for you, you have to treat me better. Because I can't do the work you want me to do being treated like this. I need to be treated better so I can do this for you for as long as you see fit, for as long as you want to, for as long as it's fun, for as long as you feel good about it, 100%. Even with setbacks, you need to embrace the setbacks as, as just a body part that needs a little love. That's all. It's nothing to sit there and be like, oh my God, I can't run anymore. This is terrible. I'm, I'm the worst. Blah, blah. It's not about that. It's just that your body is being active at an athletic level and you need to address it properly. That's all. Now, if you're part of the Run Pain Free program, that really doesn't happen much. You're just always conditioned and you're always cared for and you know what your body is telling you so that you don't have these issues. So go on over to Run Pain Free Academy and make sure you're following us for, those, for that help. But in order to continue to run for life, you have to be honest with your intentions and why you're running and really, really connect with running. And he talks about that. He's written books. We talk about his books. He's been writing books forever. He writes for a lot of running publications. I'm not going to give it away, although I'm itching to. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. You have to go in there and listen to it because his interview was surprisingly really fun. And as much as I went into it thinking it was going to be like super intellectual and very logical, 
He was really fun and he was really expressive and really connected to running in a way that I was very surprised to get. And it was really nice to have that. It was extremely encouraging in terms of running for life and what your body is able to do. And there's so many naysayers about running and that's just because they, either they don't do it or they don't understand it or they're looking at the fact that there's 80% of runners that are injured and they just take that as for face value and they run with it. But there's a reason why there's 80% of you that are injured and I'll talk about that on a different podcast and it's not because of running, it's because of you. It's because of you not taking care of your body properly for the ability to run forever. So then you get injured and hurt and you complain about it and that's what is everywhere. That's what's on the Facebook posts. That's what in the Facebook groups. That's what's on Instagram. That's what's in your Insta stories. That's what's everywhere, right? Because that's what everybody talks about. But talk about why your body was hurt. It's a different conversation. Talk about why you want to fix it so you can keep running. That's a different conversation. And then why do you want to keep running? That's a different conversation. But it's all conversations that lead to that meaningful moment where you're like, okay, I have to really take care of my body differently so I can run until I'm 85, 90, 100 years old, like many people have goals of. And so that's what he talks about. And he's progressing. <laughs> like, there's, there's the kicker to all of this conversation. He's progressing and he wants to get better and he wants to get faster. And he talks about how he's doing just that. So not only is this a conversation about how you run for life, it's how you run for life and you're beating people at 80 plus. How you get faster at 80 plus. He talks about it. And honestly, the care for his body and his enjoyment level really comes through his conversation. I know you are all going to really benefit from it and, and love it. It was just a, a nice, honest conversation about someone who just really wants to be better at something and still has goals. There's so many people in their 40s and 50s who like stop having goals because they feel like they're getting old and there's not much time left. So when you talk to someone like Roger and see he's not only having goals, but he's progressing and then he's motivating other people to have even more goals and he's like ready to get onto the next thing for more goals. It just shuts you down with your complaining self. Shuts you right on down. It makes you look at yourself differently. It makes you realize you do have some life left in you and you are able to take a hold of it with all this education you have now of living all these 30, 40, some odd, 50 years. You have education of life experience to use now with this man who's showing you it's possible to continue to do that well beyond your imagination in terms of age and then actually apply it so you can do it. That's what this interview does. It's eye-opening. It's rewarding for taking care of yourself. It's rewarding for running for yourself. The real reward for running for yourself is being able to do it, no? I mean, ask any injured person. Being not able to run makes you realize how much a reward it is to run, how blessed you are to be able to run, because a lot of people can't. A lot of people cannot run. A lot of people have real ailments that restrict them from running and would give a lot to be able to run because of what, how much it means to them, what it meant to them when they were doing it. You know, you never know what you're able to do until you're not able to do it anymore, right? There's really a lot of truth in that statement. And so there's reward being able to run when you take care of yourself. That's the reward, being able to run. And he talks about that in, in, into this very day making sure he's on top of himself, how he does that, what his, what his day looks like. He plans out his day. He talks about that. And you can all gain from it. He talks about going from working and being the high-level uh, 
professor that he was into retirement and what that looked like. And a lot of people can relate because, again, he had a regular life. He was a runner and he made it all work. And so, again, the complaints are out the window. There's no excuses. It's really about when you want to run for yourself and you're not running for everybody else. It changes how you approach running. And I hope people that listen to this that are running for attention, I hope you're hearing this and use it to change and use it to change to run for yourself and giving yourself attention. You're going to get more positive feedback from those around you by running for yourself rather than running for attention for getting the props for your speed or getting the props for just getting out there and that's what's making you feel fueled. It changes it when you just put all of that to inside and you're like, I really don't care what anybody is looking at or saying of me, good, bad, or indifferent. I just want to run for myself because of what it makes me feel like. When you get get to that honest place with yourself, and again, you don't have to blast everybody and say, hey, I was attention-seeking running. I'm not saying that. I'm saying just be honest with yourself about it, and I hope you use a lot of these summit expert interviews to change that for yourself so that you can use it to better yourself in your own runs and be able to run for life and really give back to yourself. You'll get better attention. You'll get more helpful attention. You'll get attention that actually helps you in a good way as opposed to that seekingness and that the hatred that comes along with that and the jealousy that comes along with that. That's no part, there's no part of that here in running. Running really is you about you. Nobody really cares if you sucked because they're worried about them sucking, honestly. If someone is fixated on your runs and you doing certain things, they got problems. They have a problem. And I, those are the people I'm talking to, you guys. Stop it. Work on yourself. Work on your runs. Worry about your runs. Worry about what you're doing. That's the only way you're going to run for life. And if you're not in running to run for life, I don't know what you're in it for. But again, use these interviews to figure that out because you may have an awakening. You may have a sobering moment. Somebody may click with you and you're like, oh my God. And then you dig into their story and you look them up and you go into their books and you read their things and they may help you change your outlook on things. That's what I want for the summit to give everybody is great insight to themselves. That's why I want you to do the, do the summit by yourself. Share the summit with your friend, the link, but do the summit by yourself. Take notes by yourself so you don't feel pressure to not be honest with yourself and what you're actually feeling or going through and like what you're taking from it. Maybe you're not comfortable with being that honest with people. That's fine. But it's important that you're honest with yourself, what your intentions are when it comes to running because it's emotional, it's mental, and then those two things put a physical demand on you. And you have to be good and intentfully good within those intentions emotionally and mentally so that you don't beat your body up physically. That's real. So I really hope you get that from listening to him. I know you will if you listen to it openly and if you're listening to it to do exactly what our training summit is about. And it's about using 2020 to train the whole year, condition the whole year, change your mindset, change how you're viewing your body, change how you're treating your body, and then apply it all to condition that for the next year and beyond so that all of your races are dope here on out. All of your races feel better here on out. No matter what happens to you lining up at that start line, you're feeling so good and accomplished for yourself for that you stuck to a commitment, you stuck to a plan, you followed a proper plan that was planned by an expert, not online, not by a peer. You have books that are helping you with your mindset. You have people that have been running all the way into their 80s and they're doing well and progressing and that's what you run your next race with. That's what I want for you to get from the summit. And that's what you will get from Roger's 
interview. That's what he gives you. He gives you that future pacing. Marathontrainingsummit.com. Go get your all-access pass right now. Go ahead and get it. Marathontrainingsummit.com. See you there. You're listening to the Run Pain-Free Podcast, brought to you by the Run Pain-Free Academy, featuring biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leccio. Subscribe to us as you leave a positive review on iTunes.